Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Set the tone here, Chris. Hey, it was right. It was right here. <laughs> it was right here. I didn't have a whole lot of time Welcome to get the to music prepared. Talk. It was right here. I was like, "Hey, this is what I got to do." For the first hour, we're going to recap Yellowstone season three. That then we'll get to season four. That show's not good. Eh. It's not good. Just not your style. It's good. Just not your it's, style. It's not good. Eh, look at the rating. IMDb's got it at about an eight. Yeah, I don't like it. Solid. I don't think it's good. Okay. My girlfriend loves it. I, I'm not a fan. It's of a good show. Uh, Dusty Like, it's Christine and Sarah with you here until 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, 610 Sports Radio. It just kind of feels like we're almost there. Uh, season wise, it feels like I know it sucks because there's like snow on the ground, but it's so minimal. It's like it just needs to get a little bit warmer and then we're, we're past it. I can feel it. It's getting, it's staying lighter, longer. Daylight savings time is Sunday. Yeah, we lose an hour. I mean, we don't lose an hour. We have it allocated to the evening. I think we just need to, like, get rid of it. I think we need I – think, I think it needs to be, like, permanent because, like, that way we get the extra hour of daylight in the evening. Like, I work from home. I'm not – I don't need – I don't care about driving in the dark in the morning because I don't drive in the morning. So just make it so that we get permanent daylight savings time. We get the extra hour in the evening, and the sun's not setting at 5 o'clock in December. Yeah. Just keep it as a neutral time zone. Yeah. Not time zone. Just keep it. Like, there's certain states that don't do it. Yeah, like Arizona doesn't do it. Love it. Would love to live in Arizona. Yeah. For several reasons. Yeah, the weather. I mean, we wouldn't have this outside right now if we were no. in Arizona. No. Golf year-round. Nice weather year-round. Um, you know, you still have an NFL team. Got a pretty good couple college teams. Yeah, Corbett doesn't football. want to be there, but, you know. Well, he does under certain circumstances. Only which, if you're paying him $35 million plus a year. That's why it's like nice to like think about um, your situation here in Kansas City, which this isn't a topic. It's just been brought up like it is right now. But it's like you don't have to worry about this for the next like ten years. Like you don't have to worry about Kyler Murray type of type of stuff, Aaron Rodgers type of stuff. Like I don't I don't think Mahomes will be that way when he's like thirty six. Like I think I'm done. I don't think I want to play quarterback anymore. I want to go you know be a host of Survivor. Season 86 is coming up to a wrap. Jeff Probst is done. I'm stepping in. I can see him tacking on years. Like once it gets, once he gets to like 30, 31, it's like, okay, just add a few more years on so we can keep deferring some of this money and create some cap space here. I think I can see him doing that. 
So some big news today, Cal Ridley uh, and Gambling. We will get uh, to Calvin Ridley. I promise you that. Tonight, Josh Vernier joins the show. Uh, so does Brandon Kylie. I'm going to have uh, Brandon Kylie, who's a, uh, a big advocate of the Arrowhead Pride um, Chiefs blog. He's, he's got a lot of stuff on there that's interesting. He had, a, he had a very interesting piece today. Obviously, he's out in St. Louis now, and uh, he has nothing going on except for hockey. So I know he's fine. Uh, no football team, baseball team that's locked out. Um, and then we'll talk to BK here at about 7.30. But it was kind of interesting, Chris. So Friday night, I had, uh, I had a buddy's birthday party we had to go to, and this has never happened to me before. I don't want to sound arrogant, but this has never happened before. I get into the Uber, and he's listening to 610 Sports Radio. It's Friday night. It's about 7.15. So your second hour, second segment. And I'm like, oh, 610 Sports Radio, nice station. He's like, yeah, let's do it all the time. I was like, oh, okay. So I throw out, you know, have you ever heard of the Dirty Werewolf? And he's like, uh, sounds, he's like, it's, yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a no. He's like, that sounds familiar. And then like in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, so you never heard of it. And then you said something and you're like, well, I was on with Dusty Likens earlier this week. And I was like, yeah. ah, and he kind of stops. He's like, wait a minute. I picked up a Dustin. Okay. He's like, hey, you are Dusty Likens. He's like, yeah, he goes, you look a lot better than I thought you'd look for being a radio guy. And I said, that's a very backhanded compliment. And I was like, you know what? I was like, thank you for that. I appreciate that. I didn't know that people thought about that for one, but I mean, again, like what's that, what's that considered though? Being the best looking radio guy. Is that like being like the fastest center in the league? Like, is that like a, uh, it's not that, that crazy. That, that what was it that tackle that ran that four seven eight four. What a day to be alive to watch that. <laughs> a four ran it faster than Mahomes. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but first time it's ever happened. Like I've never been like. It was weird because like he didn't know the the alter ego nickname, but knew the name and then put it together and then was like, oh, I didn't think that radio guys were were good looking. And I was like, thank you, I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe he just said that so he'll get a better tip. You get, you get the same tip every time from me. You get the $5. Maybe, maybe he doesn't know that, though. If you're an Uber driver and I come across your, your screen, you pick me up, you get five. I don't customize it. Five's good. Well, it's good. I see, Unless, obviously, it's a, a, a more price. Like, if it's obviously. Yeah. But mostly my Ubers are like 10 bucks. You see, I don't like telling people that I, I work here. I never did once do that. I, I never, never did once do that. doing that. I, I don't do that. I'm not that guy who goes, hey, do you know Dusty Likens? That's me from 6 that's why I don't use my I'm real. I, that's why I don't use my real name on yeah. air. Because I don't like, I, I like the anonymity of people not. And I like the yeah. fact that no one knows my face for real. Like, you can see it on my on my Twitter page. Right. But, like, I. I, I'm perfectly cool with people not knowing what I look like. Do you so. ignore friend requests on Facebook? Always. Okay. Do not friend me. If you <laughs> want to follow me on Facebook, cool. I actually had to delete some today. Mm. Don't don't friend me on Facebook. We're not friends. Like, that's for, like, the people I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't want, like, a random listener that I don't know friending me on Facebook. It's like, dude, I don't know you. But, and, I, and that's, I always check. If I get a friend request from someone I don't know, I check to see if they are friends with you or Ryan or Always. anybody else that's here. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to delete that. Because I'm not trying to be a friend. Like, unless we, like, interact all the time on, like, Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be your friend. Yeah. It's just not, it's not going to happen. So, like, if I don't know you like that, I'm not going to, I'm not, you can follow me on Twitter and, and, you know, you can interact with me there. I'm not trying to be your friend on Facebook. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Yeah. People nosy. Guy didn't get uh guy didn't get to come on a show 
that called in because we ran out of time. And they told me to wipe the, the phone lines out. And then like 10 minutes later, he sends me a Facebook message. And it's just like, F you, you're a POS. Like, <laughs> you, it, like every other word was a cuss word. Yeah. He said, now you've lost six listeners. Do you even know who I am? Well, if you have to ask, do you even know who I am, then it's probably not a good idea that they know who crazy. you are. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, I, that, that's the reason why I, I don't – don't friend me on Facebook, dude. Follow me on Twitter, and, you know, we'll, we'll trial out the relationship there. Well, we'll get to the franchise tag that, uh, that got one Orlando Brown $16.6 million and why the importance is of that signing, and that is something that we all – I think pretty much saw coming, but first, I think I want to I want to start this show off by something that I kind of think developed all year, which I think I don't want to call it unfair, but like the ending of the Tyron Matthew era in Kansas City is not the way that I saw it going out. Now, I say this: I think Tyron Matthew was exactly what the Chiefs got when they went out and got Tyron Matthew. I remember exactly where I was. Binkley was doing a show. I was producing it. And the news came across my phone and it came across the computer and we broke right into it. And in fact, it was, it was pure raw reaction when it happened. Our boss used it as a promo for like three weeks. And at that time, it was the most anybody had ever heard of me on the radio of me going, the, the, you know, the Chiefs signed the Honey Badger, signed, sealed, delivered, boom. That was a promo for like three straight weeks, and even I got tired of hearing about it, but it was like you knew what you were getting with Tyron Matthew. Like when you got that safety and you started that new era of defense, it was like, okay, what are we getting from the Honey Badger? And what you wanted from the Honey Badger was someone who could be a team leader, who could lead this defense to a Super Bowl, and not put up with the BS, to have like a coach on the field and keep the troops in line. And they got exactly, I think, what they ordered in that entree. Like, I think when you went out and got Tyron Matthew, you asked yourself what it is you want, how you want it, and what you want it to be, and all of a sudden you look at it, and it's like, that's exactly what we wanted. And you got the, you know, you got the contract out of it, you got the money you put into it, and now it's like, well, I don't think what we need now is what we needed those years ago. And now Tyron Matthew is going to walk in free agency and he's going to go to a team that needs that type of message in their locker room at that time or at this time. And I see a lot of reports have him linked to the Ravens. I think that's a perfect fit for him. I think there's guys on that team that could use a little bit of leadership, use a little bit of knowledge, and he could also use a lot of guys that are playmakers on his team because time waits for no man. And Tyron Matthew getting a little bit older. Tyron Matthew's not as good vertically as he used to be, but he's still got the mental and he's still got the leadership quality. But his time in Kansas City is up. And I guess... The reasoning that I have that I think it's kind of weird the way that he went out is the fact that it's like a guy that was so valuable to your team so many years, not so many years, like three years ago, that you went after, got, gave a lot of, you know, freedom to, gave a lot of, you know, just it's you, man, go do what you do, and I think you can help us out. Tyron Matthew 
created the nickname the Landlord. He kept his team locked up, kept that locker room tight. You knew who was the leader on defense. Even I remember when he was hurt um, the first couple games. Tyron Matthews on the sideline standing right next to Steve Spagnuolo, and he was just like coaching as well. Like Tyron Matthew is going to be in the NFL for a very long time, not just as a player. And I think when you look at what a football player is when it comes to free agency, as we get closer and closer to free agency and what you look after for a player, Tyron Matthew is the, you know, literal definition of what you want. Can this guy come over and lead a team, lead a team to a Super Bowl, lead a team to several victories that maybe other guys couldn't keep this team in control, keep this locker room tight and keep the morale around this team that way. And that's exactly what he did. And also do a lot of stuff in the community. Tyron Matthew did all of that. And I think that when you give that position and that player a grade at the end, Chris, I give Tyron Matthew an A minus for his time here in Kansas city. Yeah. I think he did a great job. I, I think the, the part for me that's disappointing is that, Tyron's a guy that's been looking for a home football wise for over a decade now. And you, you think know, he wanted Arizona to be his home. Yeah. Houston. He, he signed long-term with Arizona and then they cut him because he wouldn't take a pay cut. And you know, Houston, he was there for a year and he, you know, he said a lot of good things about his time in Houston and they didn't offer him a long-term deal the way that the, the chiefs did. And so for him, like he's been wanting to have a home for a long time and he felt like Kansas city was his home. And so it's, it's tough for him to kind of, and you see it on Twitter, like it's tough for him rectifying that because I think he believed that maybe finally the chiefs would do right by him in a way that the other teams that he's played for in the NFL wouldn't. And so it is kind of disappointing to see his career get to this point and hopefully, you know, you know, if he does go sign elsewhere, Baltimore, you know, or wherever, yeah. hopefully that works out for him and he's able to continue playing well. Um, certainly, you know, now that he's in his thirties, you know, it's going to be harder for him to go out there and play the level he has the last few years. But I, it, it is very disappointing to see someone with so much talent and so much gift for the game, not just, on the field, but like not from physical standpoint, but Mm -hmm. from a mental standpoint too, it's kind of sad to see a guy like that not get what he wants because he's, he's the kind of guy you root for. Yeah. But I mean, he's also like the spitting image of like when people say football is a business, like that's the exact reasoning of why the football programs around in the NFL are a business because Tyron Matthew, you get older, Tyron Matthew, you lose a step but yet you also want to like gain as much as you possibly can before you call it quits. You're going to, you know, demand a lot. The problem is with the NFL is that the chiefs aren't going to be the team that gives them that, but somebody's going to, because somebody's going to need that missing piece um, for their defense or for whatever they have. We come back with the tag news. You see why the chiefs focus is moving forward is going to be everything close to Patrick Mahomes. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. From the 480, this is a Patriots-like move letting Tyron Matthew walk. 
similar, but it would have to be like a younger player. It had to be like his like first contract they're seeking. Like, yeah, this is like a this is just an NFL move. Like, look at how many guys when they get to their thirties don't get re-signed by the teams that they played for. It happens a lot. I mean, look at how many edge rushers right now that are over the age of 30 are on the market right now. It happens a lot. So this isn't really Patriots. There's a lot of teams doing this. Yeah. And the teams that end up doing this ask themselves why they did it in two years when they don't push the money back and that player isn't exactly what they thought maybe that player should be. Yeah, I mean, you got obviously have to use that money right. And, yeah. you know, if you do sign a player. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Or like that. And he starts to physically decline very quickly. You you definitely regret that. You know, once we start getting to thirty years old, you got to start making some decisions about these positions like that. And mm-hmm. you know, unless it's quarterback, you're pro- or, or tight end, or really tight end, because that's a position that can go past like thirty five. Besides those positions, you're probably not going to pay a guy at thirty years old any type of big money to stay. Yeah. I mean, it's just interesting because you're depleting your safeties on this team because you know Dan Sorensen's not back with the Chiefs. You know Tyron Matthews not back with the Chiefs. I mean, would you be shocked if Sorensen was back on the team? I don't like, know would you if be I'd shocked? be shocked or scared. I mean, you could you could be both. Because you then I would be just both. be like, okay, what dirt does this man have? I mean, it, look. Have it you would... ever met a Chiefs player that was more genuinely not liked by the entire city than Dan Sorensen? Uh... Like William Barty is the last one I can think of. Larry Johnson. No, he was liked. He, he was liked he until the end. He did something, though, off the field. Dan I mean, we Sorensen, liked Dan Sorensen three years ago when he was making plays for not, the team. I'm talking about the last two years. There's not been a more all-round same opinion because, and just strictly on field. We, we hated Larry field. Johnson in 08. We, in no, 07 and 08, we hated It was hated because Larry. of off the field stuff. Yeah, but we I'm still saying, hated listen, him, listen, No, you didn't. No, we, not everybody hated Larry Johnson. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. When he was slamming You're the ball wrong. down. No, You're when he was, wrong. No, when he was slamming the ball down no, after he was getting tackled. Because the there were some people, people said that he him. needed to get paid and he was mad that he wasn't getting paid. No, he had already gotten, he'd already gotten paid. I think this is, when it's on the field talent. Somebody said, somebody said Marcus Peters too. That's a, that's, that's a good off one. the field. That's a really good. That's one. off the field no, he, issues. He, he he did have. I some don't consider issues on not. I don't consider 
kneeling for the flag football issues. When I talk I mean, about he, football, he did let me toss let, that, let me talk for a second. He tossed that flag in New York. Everybody loved it. No, they didn't. They you were don't pi- You don't speak for everybody. They were, most people were pissed, Again, that's man. what I'm saying. Most people. They not were everybody. They Listen to me. It, let me talk for five freaking seconds. <laughs> okay. I mean on the field, talent-wise. Like, William Barty sucked as a corner. People didn't like him because he was terrible. People didn't like Eric Warfield because he was terrible on the field. You don't like Dan Sorensen because he's on the field. That's why people don't like him. Dan Sorensen didn't do stuff attitude-wise that got people to be like, I don't like his attitude, that's why I don't like him. People don't like Dan Sorensen because he was doing stuff on the field that was bad. I don't think there's been a player since then. Like, people say that, you know, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is stuff that was outside of his football talent. Talented Marcus Peters, stud. Stud player. Oh, yeah, he was. Just did stuff that rubbed people the wrong way, and you have your opinions, and they have yours. Or you yeah. have yours and they have theirs. Yeah. But when it comes to the team moving forward, you can see where the team's most important stuff is, and that is like Orlando Brown. I was asking you earlier, I think that some people may not realize that Orlando Brown is like a top three most important position on this team. And like you can tell that where this team is focused is they've got to keep this offensive line together. And it's not exciting. It's not super fun. It's not... Something that when you look at it, you're like, oh, they got Orlando Brown back for sure. He's locked in. He's going to be here. Do they get a contract done before the season starts? I think a lot of people would say yes. I don't know if it does get done, but if it doesn't, $16.6 million, He's on your team for this year moving forward. But the way that this offensive line is built, or is built is important because of what it's protecting, which is the obvious in Patrick Mahomes. But this team and this offensive line didn't really gel, at least for me, what I noticed, until like week eight. Like, once week eight hit, that team and that offensive line, then you started seeing the videos of guys getting bulldozed down the field. Like, Trey Smith was starting to click with Creed Humphrey in that middle to right. You were starting to see Orlando Brown really push back and really kind of figure it out. And Mahomes, as much as I hate to say it, like, this team doesn't want to see Patrick Mahomes run. Like, I know that he can, and I know that it's sneaky good, but I mean, like, eventually, like, even Ben Roethlisberger started cutting that stuff out. Now, Mahomes isn't built like Big Ben. He's not completely immobile, but neither was Ben when he first started his career. But what I think they want to see Patrick Mahomes be more of is that drop-back passer that if he does have to run, it's just a few yards outside of the tackles. And if you can keep this offensive line locked up and patched and kept together and keep it, you know, sturdy for the future moving forward – it's going to keep this team better moving forward. Orlando Brown is the most important piece on this offensive line, and he's probably the third most important piece on this entire team. I don't know where you would rank yours, but I would say quarterback, and then I would probably say if it's quarterback, then I would say your next important piece is probably Tyreek Hill, and then it's probably Orlando Brown because that's how you expand the most on teams is Protection from your blind side and able to spread the field or tear up the middle with Tyreek Hill. I don't know where else I would go with my top three most important. I would put unless you had a huge big edge rusher. I put team. I'd put Kelsey right behind. I put Kelsey above Tyreek because even he's, with the age, yeah, even with the age, because he's like the safety valve guy for Mahomes. Like him and Mahomes have this great chemistry where the play breaks down and he they just he just improvs a route that he knows will get open and Mahomes is able to get him the ball and 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 create these great plays out of broken plays. So I would say it is Kelsey, then Tyreek, and then I, I, I agree with you on uh, on Orlando Brown Jr. And I, I think that's the reason why 
making uh, it a priority to sign him this offseason so he's not playing on the franchise tag is probably in your best bet. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the offensive line, obviously you rank position, left tackle number one, and then probably after that, where do you rank that? Left right. guard? Or right tackle. Right tackle? Right tackle. Is- the tackle positions are so important now because there's so many edge rushers that come off the left side of the defense now, like Vaughn Miller and and like TJ Watt comes off that side too a lot of times. So nowadays your left tackle, your right tackle almost needs to be as good as your left tackle because yeah. there's so many guys coming off that side too. So it used to be that most of those guys were kind of run defense uh, defensive ends. Right. And it's, it's kind of like Orlando Brown's just kind of like that that car part, like the battery of the car, that like you don't understand why you have to pay so much for it, but you have to pay for it. Like it's just one of those things, like if you don't do it, you can go get replacements every so like every other year, but you're not going to be set up for a good long run. Like you're going to need to pay this man. You gave up a first-round pick. You got him in a, in a good time of his career, like he's young enough, and he's going to protect the half-billion-dollar man that's behind the center. You've got a center that is solid for the next eight years. You have a left guard that I think you've got another, what, four solid years from Tooney, I think, maybe three. Played a lot in New England. But I think you have another, a, at least a three to three to four years solid list of years for Tooney. And Orlando Brown, you lock him up. You f- let him feel safe. Let him know that his, his Maserati is behind him and nobody touches it. And then your right side, I mean – Come on, Trey Smith is, what, the next Brian Waters, next Wheel Shields, whatever you want to call that, and then Niang or whoever you want to have as your right tackle. Like you said, very important to have a right tackle because you don't want Mahomes to immediately be like, crap, and bail out. You want him to have that that comfortability because then that does everything else for this offense. When Mahomes has time to throw and those guys have time to run routes, then it's over. Literally, it's, 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 it's done if you if – you, let that man have an average of 3.7 seconds to sit back and wait and look, because that's the thing. It's like people thought they could beat the chiefs by just blitzing four and sitting back. And then the chiefs figured that out. And that they thought, Oh, if you pressure Mahomes and he won't be able to work on the, well, he works on the run pretty well. Now it's where the chiefs can do a little bit of both pay that little protection up front, and let Mahomes do his own thing and take time. We come back, we talk to Josh Furnier. I have to know what he's doing in Arizona, and I have to see if he agrees with me on when I think baseball starts. We do that next with Vern. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I'm really worried. And when I'm worried about something that I genuinely like, I seek expert advice within those topics to kind of cool me up, kind of cool me down. And right now I'm worried about baseball. So when I'm worried about something that I don't know, like I feel I know enough about, I go to expert advice, and that's why we go to Josh Vernier tonight on 610 Sports Radio. You can hear Vern Thursday night, 6 o'clock, Vern's hot stove. It, it's, it's awesome. I love it. And, Vern, I'm, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off tough. 
Are we going to have baseball before 4th of July? I hope so. I, I would assume so. My belief since the beginning of the lockout at the start of December was that we wouldn't miss a single game. I mean, last time I, I spoke with you, I, I said we were going to play all 162. Yep. And, and that's because I don't have faith that this union can sit out the amount of games they would need to sit out in order to force the owner's hands, to, to force them to lose enough money to where they give in uh, to, to what the players are requesting. Um, I, I still feel that way. The only thing that's really changed in the few weeks since we last talked is uh, the, the owners have uh, made proposals that have amounted to middle fingers, and uh, Rob Manfred in, in his press conference just continues to throw gasoline on the fire that burns inside of these players. And what he's done is he, he's tapped into what makes them great. And what makes them great is their competitive spirits, uh, their, their, their off-season dedication, uh, their commitment to their craft. I, I think all of that is now starting to bubble over. And what makes them great on the field is their uh, competitiveness and their drive. And, and I think that competitiveness and drive is now being directed at this lockout and coming out victorious against the owners. So you have billions of dollars on one side and you have a championship competitiveness on the other side. That That's one hell of a staring contest. What is, I guess, when it comes down to it, what do you think the number one thing is that's keeping these two sides so far distant? The competitive balance tax, which is basically a soft salary cap. Players want it raised to reflect uh, the amount of revenue that Major League Baseball has seen over the past few decades. Their revenue went up for 17 straight seasons prior to the pandemic in 2020, and yet player salaries continue to go down. They haven't risen with the revenues. Now, I mean, you could easily make the case that the owners are making the case. Um, uh, you know, we, we don't necessarily owe you uh-huh. 50-50. It doesn't need to be 51-49. The last CBT that we had was $210 million. Uh, we'll raise ours up to 220 And the players are saying... Well, with the amount of revenues that you brought in, that number should be about 238. So it's a an $18 million difference right now that I think is holding this entire thing up. It seems easily solved. Split the difference, uh, 229 is the CBT this season, and we move forward. But uh, there's, a, there, there's a few more layers to that CBT, but they're not very interesting, so I don't want to get into them right now. Do you agree with banning shifts and larger bases? Like, to you, what are the biggest advantages and then what are the biggest disadvantages of larger bases and zero shifts? Uh, Larger bases, yeah, I'm all for that. That would help stolen bases. I'm all for that game. I mean, I'm I'm for the double first base, (laughs) like like you have in softball, so we don't see those collisions at the bag. I I don't understand why... uh, First base isn't larger. So, yeah, I'm all for that. I, uh, all, all that's going to do is encourage stolen bases, and I think that is fun to watch. Banning the shift is idiotic 
to me. Uh, why, why not ban sliders? Why, why not ban <laughs> off-speed pitches? Uh, banning the shift, I, uh, I, 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 I don't. I don't think that is one of the top ten ways to improve the sport aesthetically. Uh, shifts aren't the problem, in my opinion. It. I, I've never been to a game, and the shift has ruined my enjoyment. Um, I, I don't understand that. To me, it, it's somewhat short-sighted, and it's it's not addressing the bigger issue. Where do you think the biggest hurt is when it comes to a lockout? Like, I feel like teams and franchises like the Royals, teams like that, like the Cincinnati Reds, like like franchises like that, they hurt the most from all of this because they do actually want to get out there and play, and I feel like they do have a different type of ownership, especially with, like, Sherman, and I'm, I know you're aware of what Witt had to say. So, like, what kind of is the vibe at Royals camp while you're out there seeing these guys interact every day? Like, does it seem like doom and gloom, or are these guys still just, like, smile on the face, let's do our work and stay in it and get ready to go when he, whenever it happens? It, it was doom and gloom last Tuesday when Rob Manfred announced that those six games would be canceled. Uh, but, but since then... You know, a, a lot of the front office personnel and a lot of the coaching staff have went back to Kansas City. So basically what's going on right now at, at Surprise is just double-A and A-ball you know, spring training with guys that have a chance to compete during spring training but more than likely will end up playing for the Omaha Storm Chasers. So, so it's basically the coaching staffs of – uh, Quad Cities and Columbia and Northwest Arkansas and Omaha. But, but yeah, w- when the coaching staff was here, when the front office was here, and, of course, keeping an eye on Bobby Witt Jr., you could see everyone sort of deflate uh, throughout the day on Wednesday. The, the Wednesday following the cancellation, you know, e- even watching Bobby defensively w- was just a little off. Uh, the, the throws weren't as crisp. Uh, maybe the, the focus wasn't as tight as it had been before, and I think that goes for all of us because, you know, the, the, the first few weeks of whatever, you know, the, this minor league spring training, it was enjoyable because you, you, you saw the, the end on the horizon. You knew the big leaguers were uh, coming up around the bend, and then, and then you find out, no, they're, they're not coming. Uh, who knows how long this is going to last, and it, it bums fans out. It, it bums yeah, coaches and front office personnel. But but a guy like Bobby Witt, who thought, you know, I'm, I'm just a few days away from uh, competing with Nicky and Mondi and Witt and Salvi and, and, and getting one step closer to my first big league game to have all of that ripped away from him, uh, that, that, in my opinion, from my eyes, was quite noticeable. But, but your original question of who's hurt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The most. Uh, right now, it's, it's these cities. These cities in Arizona, these cities in Florida, and the individuals that would be working at uh, Kauffman Stadium and other stadiums around the country getting ready for the season. As far as you know, the players and owners, I, I don't think they've felt the brunt just yet. So, Vern, is that where Bobby Wood Jr. goes? Because it seems like, it, if, if I had to guess, like this guy's, when I, when I spoke with Piznaski last week, I thought it was interesting that he said that this guy's had two years where it really got serious and one was a, a pandemic year and the other is a lockout year. And it's like, all we're ready to do is take the lid off the jar and watch the explosion come to life of Bobby Witt Jr. And now it's like, Hey kid, uh, it's nothing you're doing, but when you get that opportunity, stay ready. Is that a little bit more of a, of a good thing? I get, I mean, it's weird. It sounds like an oxymoron, but it's like, is that a good thing to have? Is like that that desire, that hunger, that thirst, that craving, that when it does come, it's like it's going to be like the world's going to see what we've all waited for because it feels very bad luckish that the last two years, what this kid's gone through. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it ultimately plays out for him. He, now's the time, and, and you got to be a professional. You know, that, that's going to happen throughout your career. This is maybe the first time where, where you're met with that kind of disappointment. I, I know you wanted to be on the team last season, uh, but you still had a good time jumping from double-A to triple-A, uh, you know, building great relationships with Nick Prado and MJ Melendez and Kyle Isbell and the rest. Uh, sure, it, it's difficult for him right now. Uh, does it turn out to be a positive? I, I don't know, because now this is uh, however many more weeks of him sitting around wondering, waiting, wishing, uh, you know, does he put too much on his shoulders? Does he um, you know, overanalyze what he's doing right, what he's doing wrong, instead of just going out there and do what comes naturally? Uh, you know, being around him as much as I have, um, the kid's a baseball nut. So, you know, playing baseball while – Many of your contemporaries are not playing baseballs uh, always better than the alternative. So, so yeah, I think Bobby comes out of this certainly better than those names I mentioned earlier, Isbell, Melendez, and Prado. Uh, those guys, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what they're going to be whenever this season starts up? I mean, uh, we, we like to say, oh, uh, 
hitters need three weeks, pitchers need four weeks, and everybody will be good to go, man. This is all so very individualized now. It's going to be a coin flip with uh, who hits the ground running and, and, and who doesn't. So even the teams that we think are the, the cream of the crop entering 2022, it's, it's going to be a crapshoot at least those first few months. Uh, and who knows with how this is going, if the season even is longer than a few months. Who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame more, Barry Bonds or Pete Rose? Uh, Barry Bonds. I like that answer. Barry Bonds, yeah. yeah. No, P- Pete Rose did the, the one thing that can bring a sport <laughs> down to its knees. When you start wondering if, if the, the men or women on the field are, are truly trying their hardest to win, uh, yeah, that, that can absolutely wipe, wipe a sport off the map. So, yeah, P- Pete Rose should never be in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, yeah, I don't think Barry Bonds should ever be in the Hall of Fame. They're already in there. there are, their artifacts are in the Hall of Fame, but I don't think they need a ceremony. I hear you. So I hope you're staying safe out there and, and getting tan. I mean, I'm sure you are. I don't know. Like, I don't, do you do anything? Like, what's Vern's, what's Vern's downtime out there like? Yeah, no, nothing real. I mean, no, I'm the hat guy. I, mean, I can't. I got. Oh, yeah. I don't have much coverage up top. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Uh, yeah, it's a farmer's tan. I went hiking today. Really? So, you know. Yeah, that 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 farmer's tan is only going to be uh, more noticeable. Uh, my wife said to me recently, "I thought you had socks on, and then I realized it was just your white ass feet." That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. What? You know, till death do you part. Uh, Vern, you got Thursday night, 6 o'clock, and uh, you want to let the people know if there's anything special? You want to just keep them surprised for Thursday at 6? A a few of the the – Billy Butler spoke with him earlier today, uh, spoke with Christian Cologne yesterday, so we'll go down memory lane as we continue to wait this lockout out. All right, Vern, we'll have a good rest of your evening, and we'll hear you on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Thanks for the time. All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Josh Vernier, later on in the show, we'll have Brandon Kiley as we'll keep the, uh, the intelligence moving forward. Um, and I will say this. Um, today, it was uh, one of those national days, so we have to talk about our top threes when it comes to this topic. And, and oh, yeah, we're, we're going to mention Calvin Ridley when we come back as well. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Listen to 610 Sports Radio on demand by downloading the Odyssey app now. Back on 610 Sports Radio before that last interview with Vern, we were kind of talking about like most, like I forget, like I just, I feel like Matt Castle, I mean we could do that now that, you know, we don't have baseball and we don't have, you know, no one cares anymore about college basketball. Is that a Fox Sports Radio talk? I mean, who's the most hated Chiefs player? Like, the thing is, you've got to, like, set up guidelines, though. Like, that's one thing that I will say is, like, there's... You have to have, like, okay, are they hated for being terrible or are they hated because of attitude issues? I think you would get a lot of the same players, but I think a lot of... I feel like you would see a lot of Matt Castles. Which that was crazy because that caused like Eric Fisher to have that rant, right? When that who no, that was Eric Winston. Eric Winston, that's right. Yeah, Fisher, Fisher wasn't on the team. That's yet. right. Fisher was, he was Fisher he was, was Chippewa cool. still at the time. Fisher was cool because Fisher was the beer chugger 
Winston was the basically the that's my quarterback before or like right after that's my quarterback. Maybe yeah. that was before. Yeah, he was the no, it was it was after. We're uh, not gladiators <laughs> out here. <laughs> and Eric Winston then became hated after that. And then like his Big career time. went down the tank after that. Then did he be, didn't he become like the players like a Yeah, like he was he was voice? like one of the he was one of the higher I think he was like vice president or something like that in the players union. Yeah. And he was so hated after that and his play went downhill. I think he was gone maybe after that year or the next year, but he actually, he was gone after that year actually. Cause he had, cause I remember um, the chiefs like rolled out the red carpet to get him on the team. Cause he was with the Texans before and they tried to get him in there. They like enticed him with barbecue with Jack stack. And then after that he signed with the team and then he was done after that year because Ugh. Andy Reid was like, nah, fam, you're not good. Yeah. Not really. Can't have our Jack stack anymore. Before we get into Calvin Ridley and the news that is today, because I do, I do agree with a lot that I'm seeing. Um, like some people say that, you know, there are people that got suspended for in their mind is worse. Um, Josh Gordon got suspended for six seasons for smoking weed and failing tests. Calvin Ridley, 17 games for using FanDuel. And then there's your domestic violence cases where people miss way less than that. Dude, Greg Hardy got 10 games. Uh, Kareem Hunt got eight games. Ray Rice got two games. Got two games. Yeah. And then they tried to suspend him again after we saw the video of what happened yeah. in the elevator. Like, bro, you can't suspend him again for the same thing. Yeah. Like, we didn't punish you enough the first time. Let's do it again. No. Yeah. But, like, they've been botching suspensions for years now, and now yeah. they, they want to be heavy-handed because it affects the legitimacy of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how dare they you? Do yeah. How dare you <laughs> bet on us? Yeah, exactly. It was like he wasn't even playing, dude. I mean, I, I'm i cool with them suspending him. Yeah, just not. 17 games? 17 games? You got referees out here blowing calls in the Super Bowl? No, get the hell out of here. But before we get into that and, and, and the story that is that today was um, – Today was one of those national days where it's, you know, it's... Every day's a national it day. It is. And it's crazy because I once told a, a fellow employee here, I was like, man, all you got to do is go to, like, Uberfax, and every day at, like, 10 o'clock, they'll let you know what national day is, or you go follow it on, like, a on Facebook. Uberfax is a good Twitter follow. It is. I just, like, Grant Nicholson and I always have that debate. Like, we don't know, like, how much of it is fully truthful. Like, how much of it is 100%, I don't know. But it's enough to keep me interesting. They're not like big enough facts to where you should try to dedicate your time to verifying. Right. You know, it's like it's like stuff that's not that important. Yeah, it's like it'll be like Robert Pattinson walked around for three and a half hours a day in just normal clothes. Everything else was a Batman suit. So you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh well, you know that, that you know if that's true, cool. You know, but it's like I'm not. I don't care enough to to want to try to verify that. Like this one right here was tweeted five minutes ago. Dolly Parton sleeps in makeup just in case she has to go out in the middle of the night if a natural disaster I, strikes. I believe that. 100%. I 100% believe that. She I does saw, all her beauty work <laughs> and cleans her face in the morning. I saw her on TV today, and I was like, whoa, man. It's like, it's like, it's like the makeup is like tattooed on her face. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. About one-fifth of all the gold owned by the world's governments is stored in vaults in London. That's probably true. Despite being the largest animal on earth with a mouth large enough to fit a hundred people, the blue whale cannot swallow any object wider than a beach ball. Their throats are too small. <laughs> that might be true. I don't like, know. I don't, I don't know find if out. that's true. But yeah. I'm not I'm, like that might I don't I'm not a, I'm not gonna go out and try yeah. to, you know, 
ask a zoologist if this is true or not. I don't yeah, go, care go enough. Go full fighting I, Dory and get a whale talking and a flash. Like, just can you open up? Real I mean, quick? I, I say this. I will go down the Wikipedia or YouTube rabbit hole in a lot of different subjects. Yeah, uh, aquatics is not going to be one of them. I don't care enough. Yeah. Cheese existed before written language. <laughs> like, that might be true. That's how it started. That might we be ate, true. We, somebody ate cheese and wrote Y-U-M. And they went, okay, that I might, get it. That might be true. I mean, there's a, there's a possibility. I mean, that's, that's a long-ass time. Yeah. They was doing hieroglyphics like 5,000 years ago. There so you go. I don't know about that. But I think it's cool that today was National Cereal Day. So that kind of gets me thinking, like, this is an open box. Like, I think there is... Very rarely will you find someone that has the same three likes of cereals with you, and we don't have one here tonight, spoiler alert, between me and Chris, but similar, I think, in in ours, mine were Reese's Puffs, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm not going to get mad at Honey Nut Cheerios. Big time, man. You remember when uh, when Kevin Garnett said that uh, that Lala tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios, the Carmelo, and Carmelo tried to fight him during the game and after? I bet that is. I, I, I understand why Carmelo was mad because yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios are not good. They are not good. I'd be pissed too if somebody said my wife tastes like little, that. little oh, cinnamon girlfriend. on top of the milk before you mix them or a little bit of sugar, get a little sweeter. But, man, Reese's Puffs, and I mean, there's reasons why I think things are your favorite cereal. Like, Reese's Puffs, there's not a better cereal to me because, like, it makes the milk so much better. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, another one. Plus, I'm weird with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like it when it gets a little sogified. Like I'm okay with it being really? a little. I'm okay with it. I am okay. It's weird. Like yeah, I'm okay. I don't. Like I don't that. need it immediately crunchy. I let it kind of like soak in the milk a little bit, and then the honey nut Cheerios. I just you let the you let the cereal marinate in the milk. Just the cinnamon toast Before crunch. Before you eat it. Oh yeah, just what? the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I let it get a little sogified. I hate that. I try to eat it as quick as I can That's because fine. I don't want it to get soggy. Your three cereals. Um, I've got them written down if you forgot. Oh, no. I, oh, I know these. Because you're a I'm connoisseur, a big, right? I'm a cereal connoisseur. Right? Okay. I, I've had to stop eating it. I've had to stop eating it because I'm trying to cut weight. And so my girlfriend's like, no cereal. Oh, man. Um, so now you're oatmeal it's, guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I like oatmeal. Yeah, I, I love oatmeal. It's good. Ooh. Really good. Just a little butter, some sugar in there. That's all you need. Um so number three is Lucky Charms. Ugh. Love Lucky Charms. Not the not the box ones. The marshmallow mateys from Ugh. the from the multi meal ones. Those are the ones I, I, I like, like in the bag. Yeah, in the big ass bag, the red <laughs> yeah. bag. Yeah, dollar fifty. Yeah, the ones, it's like four dollars. Yeah, they've, they've inflation has got to them over the years. But yeah, it's better than the than the the box Lucky Charms. Uh, my dad used to get the multi meal ones, so those were always good. Mm. Um, number two, Cocoa Puffs. J- for similar reasons as the Reese's Puffs for you, they they turn the milk to chocolate milk. And I remember as a kid, I used to love chocolate milk so much. Mm-hmm. Don't really drink it that much now. Yeah. But, yeah, love that. And obviously the cereal itself is very good. Number one, no, Crunch Berries. Not Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries. That just sounds like it hurts the roof of your mouth. It, not as much because yeah. you don't, it's not – if it's just regular Cap'n Crunch, yes. Cabin Crunch can be a very painful cereal very, to eat, yeah. but Crunch Berries, because you have the circular pieces of cereal, it's not as bad, and the berries are really good. So Crunch Berries is number one on the list, especially if you get the the Molto Meal version, which is Berry Colossal Crunch. That is the version you need to get. That's the very best one, and you get more bang for your buck there. They don't they don't put as much in them boxes, and the, the box kind of is good. I think with that, 
uh, the brand, the the multi meal. I think my favorite one was the s'mores because it was basically like golden grams, marshmallows, and then cocoa puffs. Like that was basically what yeah, s'mores I, ice or okay. s'mores cereal was. It's all right because golden mean, grams is pretty underrated. Golden grams is very good. That was that was very underrated. Very as far as cereal goes. Yeah, because yes. it's not cinnamon toast crunch, but it doesn't need to be because it yeah. has like its own like cinnamon powerful kick. Yeah. Um, we'll get into calorie a little bit later because this is kind of an interesting Uber fact. Heroin was marketed as a children's cough medicine in the early 1900s. A lot of those drugs were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. Back yeah, that's where it's called Coca. And, I mean, a lot of drugs that are illegal now were actually pretty commonplace used back in the day. So, yeah. They, I think they gave... I think they gave meth to soldiers back in the day. Too. I don't doubt it. I think they did. I think they gave meth to soldiers back in the day to help keep them awake. Now they give it to college kids yeah. and they call it Adderall. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just toned down meth. I don't like him. He does drugs. He smokes pot. <laughs> Catherine, you're doing Adderall once a week. What's your problem? <laughs> I think this one's great for mental health. The idea amount or the ideal amount of time to work and is one day a week. Golly, could you oh, imagine? Man, no I, wonder we're no all crazy. days a week for me. Yeah, I wish I could. I tell you this: I when whenever the lottery starts getting a little fat, I buy some tickets. Mega Millions, Powerball. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I just dream about never working again. That'd be nice. I, I said this. Uh, I think I said this yesterday, yesterday morning. I was like, if I ever win the lottery, you'll never hear me again, ever on this station. Never. I'll be gone. Like, Kristen O'Sara would disappear from... I wouldn't even have a goodbye show or Do anything. Do the Irish goodbye? I'll, I'll just dip. Seriously, yeah. I'll just leave. Like, you'll never... I'll never answer texts from any of you guys again. None. Uh-uh. I, I'm, I'm past that now. I'm rich. Like, I'm at a different class than you guys. I'm out. That's so, good. Yeah, if, if I ever reach a level and I disappear, you know what happened. From the 913, all soggy cereal is the way to go. No. Maybe not all no, soggy. No. Like, Fruity Pebbles, I think, are terrible oh, because dude, they instantly the, get soggy. Those like, are the worst. It's Seriously, bad. I'm not a fan of soggy cereal. But Cinnamon when the, Toast Crunch, when soggy the, hits. But... But yeah, mm. fruity. Pe- I mean, fruity pebbles crunchy really ain't that good to me. I like them as rice krispie treats. That's a good curveball to mix that but, treat up. But soggy mm. fruity pebbles are the worst. It's bad. It's like Fear Factor. It's pretty. Like I, my dad would get them. He would. He would. Oof. He would get the. He would get it. Like he would always get and one that we liked. It turns the milk like clammy. I know, right? It's weird. Yeah, dude, it's all sticky. Yeah, yeah. no, it's terrible. Yeah, especially when you get to the bottom of the bag and all the crumbs. Oh, it's the worst. I'm not dude. good. I don't like the smell of it. It smells like fake uh, processed. Like, yeah. Oh no. If, I don't know. It's very processed. From the 785, Chris wins hands down. Of course. Um, from the 913, the roof of my mouth as a child uh, made me this way. Um, <laughs> and then it'll, some, it'll harden you. I'll tell yeah, you that. It, it really, it's like uh, those UFC fighters that like punch their jaw their whole life just to make sure they don't have a glass jaw. This yeah. one says, got to go with old school Cheerios, rice checks, and rice crispies. Get the hell out of Good here. God. Block this person off the text line. I can smell Cheerios. your house from here. Cheerios. Like, what? Why do I feel like I can Cheerios. smell mothballs from Anybody your house? Anybody who eats Cheerios or like co- my dad eats cornflakes. Like Ooh. no, he'll just eat, he don't put no sugar. He just eats regular cornflakes. I'm like, just don't eat cereal, Dad. Like, what are you doing? My uh, my dad was always the turn the cereal box around and read it or like do the maze like as he's eating the cereal. I'm like, you literally did this yesterday. 
What are you trying to accomplish today? I was a read the newspaper while you eh, eat yeah. cereal. That now it's just thing. Twitter and a spoon. I like, mean, I still do. <laughs> actually, I've been doing it now. I've been doing it. I, like, I, I, I got the Star Wars on my iPad. You. So I, I, I've been getting back into it. I sip, my, sip on my coffee while I read the Star on my iPad. That's what I do now. Coffee black or you mix it with anything? I, I can't drink it black. It's too bitter. I, I, I get blonde and I put a lot of creamer in it. Ooh. has to be sweet. Ooh. Otherwise, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> drinking it. I don't. I don't like bitter. A little cre- little coffee with the creamer, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. It's a, just a just a shot of coffee in there with the rest of my creamer. There you go. We come back. We do a player swap because it's that time of year. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, six ten Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 